Hi, I'm Frances Liana, and this is The Dallas Type, an interview series where we celebrate the different personalities you'll find in the Dallas creative community. And it's also an attempt to see if there's anything that we might identify as a unifying element between all the creatives I've asked to participate. So, in regards to creatives here in North Texas, is there a Dallas Type? Today's chat is brought to you by the letter H. This is April. Hey, April. It's Francis. Hi. How are you? <laughs> good. How are you? Pretty good. I have to admit, I had some a, a different imagination of how you would answer. <laughs> <laughs> how did you think I would answer? I don't know. It it's a, for some reason it's I can't describe it as an actual like tone. But uh-huh. just, I imagine, you know, you're, you're kind of, your Insta pictures, like hula hoops uh-huh. and patterns. <laughs> it was a very, it was a very serious, this is April. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm a professional, Francis. <laughs> so, always, always good to, to start these off with them. <laughs> a little bit of a surprise. So <laughs> I'm gonna jump I'm gonna jump right in. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Cool. Um what is your full name and describe what you do? Um my name is April Hopkins and um I am a product designer. I design anything that is made of paper and has a pattern on it. So a lot of gift wrap. Um, a lot of stationary products, um, yeah, gift uh, gift bags, things like that. Anything that you would find at a mass retailer that has a pretty design on it, that's what I do. And you do this freelance or um, for, um, for a company? I work for a company located in Shanghai, um, and I've been working for them for about two years. Um, and they are the manufacturers of all the products, and they have two designers um, in the U.S. that work for them, and I am one of those. Awesome. So you get to, you have the the pleasure of being able to work from home? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, My schedule is really flexible, which, you know, I think is really good for a creative person. It's good for me because, you know, your day is kind of, kind of ebbs and flows sometimes creatively, so it's been really good for me. If you had a superpower or alter ego, what would it be? I think my superpower would be teleportation because that is, I mean, that's what everybody wants, right? You just want to be where you want to be right now. Would it be something that it's just something that you can do with your mind or would you have like a tool or like a a sci-fi, you step into a portal and it takes you there? You know, I never thought about it, but I think that I think it would have to be something physical, like I would step into it, like Doctor Who police box style, you know, and then you, fly away to my little place. <laughs> would you have a like a telephone booth or like a telephone booth? I don't know what it would be. Um, something really uh, like a hula hoop. Looking, I think maybe a hula hoop. <laughs> that would be yeah. Actually, a hula hoop would be amazing. <laughs> And you just have to tuck it away wherever you go, and then you get back to it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I have um, a nice travel hoop I can collapse down, so that would be really good for traveling around. So I can just spin my way into 
wherever I want to be. <laughs> um, how would you describe, you know, your day job or your process when you are when you are working? Well, like I said, my um, my schedule is pretty flexible, which is great. And I I'm a morning person, so I like to get up, you know, probably around seven and start working by eight or eight thirty. Um, and if I can, I like to start out with some kind of a warm up drawing exercise, um, something like that. Like if you've seen on my Instagram, I've been doing monogram letters lately. Um, so I'll do that and then I'll tackle my email list and, you know, work on whatever projects I have. And then I like to take a break to do a little bit of painting if I can and then lunch and then get back to it. So that's like a an ideal day, but, you know, sometimes errands get in the way or there's like a super big project that's due. So it's not always like that, but if I had my way, that's my my ideal kind of schedule. How would you describe, you know, your job or your, your process or, um, you know, any of that to somebody outside of the field? Usually I tell people that, um, you know, I don't think a lot of people are aware of what, like who makes their stuff. So a lot of times I'll just tell people, um, you know, if you go to Target or Walmart or Walgreens or Michaels and you're, um, you know, looking for some paper to wrap a gift, somebody has to make that. Somebody has to draw it, and that that's what I do. I draw all that stuff and um, get it put um, – or yeah, get it put onto cool products for you, so – it's kind of weird because people don't really take you seriously when you say that you draw all day, but that's pretty much what I do. Um, and it's a it's a luxury to have that as my job. Mm-hmm. So what got you into the field? This particular job, um, I actually started out as an industrial designer. Um, I graduated from college with a degree in industrial design, and I started doing picture frames. Um, down in Austin, and I don't know, my my career kind of went in some interesting uh, directions when I got a job at Michael's, and I was exposed to, of course, they have so many different products in that store, and I designed so many different types of things for them, and I think I just kind of found my way back to the things that I really like to do, which is, you know, drawing patterns and cute characters and things like that. So working at Michael's um, really helped me figure out what I enjoy doing, and luckily I've been able to work at this job, which has been, you know, a great way for me to practice that. So what is your favorite part of what you do? My favorite part of what I do is is drawing. Drawing in my sketchbook, um, you know, putting that into Illustrator. That is, that's the best. Anything that I can do that's, creative and hands-on like that. What's your least favorite part? Revisions. (laughs) (laughs) Spoken like a true designer or a true creative. (laughs) But, I mean, I think that's one of the things that's associated with design and, and illustration versus, you know, you know, a fine artist is that it, there, there's somebody else on the other side who is, telling you yes or no or kind of Mm -hmm. critiquing you. Is there anything particular about your personality that you think got you into, you know, product design versus, you know, even pursuing something that was, you know, more fine art oriented? Um, 
Yeah, I'm super practical, you know, and I didn't have a ton of money uh, growing up, so I wanted to, I knew I wanted to do something artistic, but I also wanted to see if I could make a, you know, a good living, so that's how I pursued design. I'm just, you know, kind of a practical person, so, and I know people can make a living as artists, but I just, for me, I thought this would be um, a little easier. Mm-hmm. Was there was there somebody that kind of helped guide you to find this career, or I mean, if you have a hero or a mentor that um, you turned to, or, or somebody that you just kind of saw in like a magazine or, or or something like that? I think the person that has had the biggest influence on my career was one of my college professors, Adam Wells, who actually is now. I graduated in Wisconsin, and he is now teaching in Houston, industrial design. And he always taught his students, you know, you can learn how to do anything, but no one can teach you how to think. So you need to be a good thinker if you want to be a successful designer. So he taught early on, you know, the tools necessary for that. And I always took that to heart because I felt like now if something is intimidating to me or if I think I can't quite do it, I always remember that. Well, I can I can learn how to do that. You know, I've learned things before. So, so do you think that um, you know, especially with a lot of things becoming more automated, or um, you know, everything from you know the, the jobs out there, including you know driverless cars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the assets that designers and creatives have is something that you can't really get out of a computer, which is, you know, that, that creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think might be one of the biggest opportunities out there for the creative industry? Well, it's tough because I think the same thing that's a challenge is also an opportunity, and that's that so many people, anybody can be a designer right now. Everybody has access to the same tools that I do you know, if they want to get Photoshop and Illustrator and start making stuff, they can. And so I think that leads to a lot of oversaturation and a lot of watered-down ideas, and um, sometimes people aren't um, charging what a professional designer should charge. And so I think that's a negative to that. But the positive is that there's a lot of creative people out there that it really gives them an opportunity to start their own businesses you know, be entrepreneurs and uh, things like that. And I think that's really exciting, too, because a lot more people will be able to work on their own like I can, you know. Was there anybody or anything that kind of helped you grasp the the business part of it or that entrepreneurial part? Um, working at a major corporation um, definitely helped me with that. I was really – it was a really tough job, but I had um, – a lot of exposure to how to be a business person. I mean, there's really a lot of tough product managers and buyers that I worked with, and I I learned a lot from them when I was there. So I think that definitely helps. As soul-sucking as it can be at times to work at a corporation, I think I had the best education working there. Do you think that there's anything in particular about your personality that that led you to to being a creative in a way that best suits you? Like, is there something that you would say is a quality of, of you that made your current situation something that's not only viable? I mean, it's definitely one of those kind of dream situations, but, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I don't think that everybody else could do it. What do you think has made it um, 
such a, you know, a successful opportunity for you? Well, it's not for everybody. Um, I'm really introverted, so I think that's why I've been able to be successful at it. I'm self-motivated and introverted. So when people ask me, you know, don't you miss being in an office and being around other designers? And sometimes I miss being around other creative people, but I mean, not really. I I kind of (laughs) like (laughs) to be, you know, I just like to be by myself. And uh, I take social opportunities when I can to kind of feel that part. But for me, it just works really well to do that. So when you're at home um, or when you're working, what do you mm-hmm. what do you do for inspiration? When I'm at home, I um, I like to be outside when I can. If I need to take a break, I'll go outside and um, play with the dogs or do some hula hooping, you know that kind of thing. Or if it's the weekend or if I have more time, I like to go to gallery openings and see what other artists are doing, go to the art museum and things like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then the same thing that everybody else does, look around Pinterest and design blogs and things like that. But I don't think that's the best way to come up with your own ideas. So, again, you know, when you when you have the that kind of flexible day, um, a mm-hmm. lot of times, you know, I've, I've talked to people who do, you know, freelance illustration. And, I mean, it's mm-hmm. truly, it's, there's not a company on the other side of the line that they're working for. And it's really, you know, their their days can be into the weekends. It's not a, a regular five-day work week. What does your usual Saturday look like? It varies for me um, depending on whether or not we have our stepdaughter at the house that weekend. So if she's home, we're doing stuff around things that she would enjoy. But a lot of times it overlaps with what we like to do, too. You know, we like to... Um, go to some of our favorite parts of Dallas and go to shows and gallery openings and, you know, whatever, movies, that kind of stuff. It's, uh, I, I try not to work on the weekends if I don't have to. If you could do anything else related but similar, what would it be? Or related but not? Um, I think I would go back to doing industrial design because I, even though I did it for such a short period of time, um, I really enjoyed it. And I think um, I could have done a really good job in that field, but I just, you know, went a different direction. But, yeah, I'd probably get back to that. Do you have any advice that you'd give to someone who wants to do what you do? I would tell them to draw all the damn time, all the time. So so speaking of that, do you, um, you obviously, you do work outside of work? Yes. Mm-hmm. I do a little bit of, well, I do some painting, which I'm trying to prioritize a little bit more now. Um, but I'll also do, like, wedding invitations or um, some hand lettering. I've done just small freelance projects for other people if other stuff comes up. You know, I like to, I'll only do extra stuff if I'm super interested in it, you know, because mm-hmm. I already have a day job, so I don't need to take on a lot of extra stuff. So that's why painting and that sort of thing is kind of the, the stuff I focus on outside of work work. Mm-hmm. So describe a project that you're really proud of, something that, you know, is associated with work work or even a, kind of one of the side projects. Oddly enough, one of the, uh, the best things I ever worked on did not involve a ton of design work. 
Um, but it involved a lot of design thinking, I would say. I did a strategy presentation at my last company to help them understand the framing industry better and the needs um, for the company in order to kind of get ahead in that industry and things like that. And I was super proud of that presentation, and I got a lot of recognition for it. It was something that I worked really hard on, so that's that's what I would say. So what part of that do you think that you, you drew from? I mean, I think if it didn't involve a lot of design, like what part of a presentation besides, I guess, um, the recognition? Sure. I think it was because it was uh, problem-solving. You know, and a lot of design is about problem-solving, um, just in a, a different way. So um, I think that anytime there's something like that in front of me, it's really fulfilling, you know, putting the pieces of a puzzle together, doing consumer research and things. I mean, those are the things that I enjoyed from my ID background. So I think getting to employ those was what really um, fulfilled me with that project. Mm-hmm. So w- when you're working on your day job, do you get to do any of that um, kind of problem solving or do you really do you get to do, you know, primarily creative art pattern like what is a, like describe describe the process of kind of pattern making I mean I think it's one of those things that um, I think when you're talking about it it seems simple but mm-hmm. I mean I can't I, I mean there's a design one class that I took and we had to do those tessellations and I, I can't I can't mm-hmm. make a repeating pattern I can't do it <laughs> gosh I don't know. It seems so second nature to me now because I've been doing it for so long. And the girl that I work with, um, we worked together at our last company, and she is she makes the most beautiful patterns I've ever seen. Um, and I learned a lot from watching how she does it. Um, so I don't I don't really know how to answer that question. I guess. I mean, I started like you would probably start any other design project, which is um, paper to or pen to paper, pencil to paper, and then kind of work out my ideas there, and then um, jump into Illustrator. But for what I do, there's always like a collection, so there's always like a main pattern or two, and then you know supplementary patterns that are you know relatively easy polka dots and stripes and things like that. Um, so there's always kind of a hero pattern, and those are the ones that are the most fun to kind of develop. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think one of the, the things that I've seen on your, on your Instagram too, are those, um, those really intricate floral patterns. Uh huh. What are those called again? Um, the mandalas. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. How did, how did you get into drawing? Cause you guys, you do those by hand, right? Yeah. Those are all by hand. Um, I've done a few digitally for some freelance projects, but those are all by hand. And um, I started doing those, I call them my maternity mandalas, um, because I'm almost ready to have a baby. And early in my pregnancy, I had really bad morning sickness, so I was just trying to find something to do that would distract me from that. And so I started drawing mandalas. And it's really relaxing and meditative, and I don't do anything with them besides just, you know, post them on Instagram here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was just kind of an exercise for me personally to get through that. So that's they're they're very interesting and like 
you know, there's a, a ton of attention to detail. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I can imagine that that's, like, very important to product design. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this is a designer who just, like, you know, it, you know, big idea, and then I just kind of, you know, not necessarily bang something out, but it's a very click and, like, really intense um moving around of elements versus sure. kind of the the patience that it, it, it takes. And that's that's why I could do it, maybe, but I have no patience. So it's very time consuming and you yeah. <laughs> patience I mean, is the right word. Well I mean do you think that there's something I mean, again, from a, a personality standpoint, is that something that patience and that kind of that focus is that something that comes with introversion or or, you know, where does that come from? You know, there's something that's, I think, extremely fascinating when people can, when you see these very intricate yeah. typography. I don't know. Um, I've always been, I've always done work like that. And I think it's because I don't know if it has to do with introversion or not. It probably, they probably go together um, in some ways. But really, I think that kind of work is so meditative for me. You know, I can't think about anything else when I'm doing that. I'm just doing that, you know. And I think that's why it appeals to my personality because it's so hard to find something where you can just block out your to-do list and whatever. Um, so, yeah, I think that is a, a big part of my personality, that kind of detailed work. So. It helps to meditate. <laughs> it's, it's a good prescription yeah. for a lot of things. Take um, note. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's maybe you know one of the things that um, that I like about doing production work sometimes is mm-hmm. that yeah, that's yeah, usually yeah. when the ideas come out is when you're so focused on you know click 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 and then yeah. you like turn to the side and draw. Um, what would somebody that works with you or has worked with you before describe as your biggest strength? I have heard many times that I am a very calm presence in a chaotic meeting, so I take that as a compliment. I'm wondering <laughs> that I can if, remain calm. I'm wondering if that has to do with the meditation that you do, just drawing. <laughs> um, <laughs> like if your meeting notes are just full of like these gorgeous things. Um <laughs> What is the biggest risk you've ever taken? The biggest risk I've ever taken um, was definitely moving to Texas um, for my first job. I moved to Austin right out of college. I didn't know I didn't know anybody down here. I packed up what I could fit in my car and drove down here, um, and that's coming from rural Wisconsin. So moving to a you know a pretty big area and then only a year later moving to an even bigger metroplex. I think that was a pretty big risk for such a young person to take. At the time, I didn't think so, but now looking back, I think it was. So that leads right into the Dallas part of the the conversation. Um, Mm -hmm. So why Dallas? Um, I mean, bluntly, because my husband lives here. (laughs) (laughs) I moved here you know, to be with him, and I i have to admit, I was not excited about it. I loved being in Austin. Um, I never thought that I would 
be in Dallas. Like, it just, from an outsider's perspective, it did not appeal to me. But now that I'm here, um, I think it has a lot of, a lot of charm that people Mm -hmm. overlook, you know. What's your favorite part of, of Dallas, of living here in the, in, I was going to say Metroplex, but then I, I forgot who we were talking about just a second ago. What is your favorite part of living in this metropolitan area? In this area, I like living here because of the diversity. Um, and I like Dallas in particular because I think a lot of people do have misconceptions about what Dallas is like. And I think once you're here, there's a lot of neat stuff that you would never have expected. There's a really good creative community, I think, that you would never have expected. You know, usually people point to Austin. And, uh, yeah, I think they're missing out. Interpret this as you will. What does tomorrow look like? Tomorrow looks a little bit better than today, you know, for me and for society, I think. So with with everything kind of going on, you're actually you're seeing not not you're actually you're seeing you know kind of um, kind of a bright horizon. Is there is there any reason why you think so? I mean, is it, do you think it might be because of of your roots and in, in creativity and problem solving? There's a, I mean, there's just a lot of people out there looking at things a little bit more negatively or kind of not as optimistically. I think it's easy to do that because of everything that's going on, but um, I think it's better to be optimistic, and I think it's great that, you know, with social media, we have so much visibility to issues so much faster that I feel like that can only help. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm I'm optimistic by nature, so I always think it's going to get better. Cool. And then, so I'm just going (laughs) to... I'm going to darken the conversation now. Um, we're kind of <laughs> hitting the, the the last couple of questions. What is the last item on your bucket list? Um, I don't have a last item on my bucket list because, I don't know, I mean, I do have a bucket list, like, actually written out, but I'm always adding to it, and I don't think I'll ever have, I don't think I'll ever have a last item. On the list that you have right now, is there one that kind of scares you more than the rest? Which one would you procrastinate on the most? All of them. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a hard question for me because I just I like to try things. Um, so I don't know if anything is. And I wouldn't put anything on there that was too scary. Like you won't find skydiving on there because that's that's not for me. <laughs> that's insane. Like that's asking for it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay, so we're at the last part, which is the quick fire. Mm-hmm. Favorite font? Um, I prefer hand lettering instead oh. of fonts. <laughs> Favorite word? Breathe. Breathe? Breathe. Breathe. Yeah. Favorite color? Uh, PMS 214C. So back to the favorite font. So when you're talking about hand lettering, <laughs> do you talk yeah. is your favorite kind of upright, tall and skinny, um, italic, cursive, super scripty? Um Oh, I like them all. I like all of those. 
I think if I had to pick one to write my name in, it would probably be the tall, skinny variety. Favorite quote? Be regular and orderly in your life so that you may be violent and original in your work. Nice. That's a... Who do you, who said that? Uh, Flaubert. Gustave Flaubert. Favorite color? Favorite color. Did you ask me that? Did then I? That's 214. I think yes. you did. No, because you said 214, and I was like, okay. I didn't hear, like, blue. <laughs> 214C, it's a pink. It's like magenta. I like... I like magenta. I used to not because it was such a like a girl color to like. Uh-huh. And now I'm like I I use it. It's I, great. I, like, I don't wear it, but I like looking at it. I like using it to be defiant. I don't know. <laughs> um, Elvis or the Beatles. The Beatles. Describe yourself in five words. Calm, creative, complex. Introverted and responsible. Describe yourself in one word. Independent. And that is it. All right. How'd you how'd you feel about it? I feel pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I feel pretty good about it. You're so calm and professional. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I've been told. <laughs> Well, awesome. Um, is there is there anything you want to add? Any shout out? Any nonprofit or any you know any any last words for the rolling credits? Um, yeah, actually, I was um, one of the questions I saw that you had had me prep for was about volunteer work. Oh yeah, and I wanted yeah I wanted to mention that I do volunteer work for this organization called Crisis Text Line and it is a crisis and suicide hotline but instead of calling them you text them so if you're ever kind of in a hot moment um, you have crisis counselors at your fingertips to help you kind of work through that and get you to the right resources so if anybody needs that service they can text 741741 or if you're interested in being a volunteer um, they're always taking applicants it's super rewarding they're super great to work with and um, people can email me or find me on Facebook if they have any questions about that the interview you just heard is bookended by the track Blue Jay from the album Feathers by Blue Dot Sessions which I borrowed from freemusicarchive.org and used under the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License. Thank you for listening to The Dallas Type. I'm Frances Iliana. And remember, as the late, great Tom Landry said, a winner never stops trying. <laughs>